Let the adventure begin with Chris Dinker Podcast. Hello, beautiful people. I am your host, Chris Dinker, and I want to welcome you to episode 13. We are officially 25% of the way through the first year of Let the Adventure Begin with Chris Dinker podcast, and I'm really excited. Um, this episode's going to be maybe a little bit different than previous ones um, when I think about the four uh, facets of our health, physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. Uh, I kind of get not really nervous, but I'm just not sure how to approach the spiritual side because a lot of times people get really hung up on religion and people have strong opinions and and Christianity, I think, sometimes gets a really bad rap, but then sometimes I think it's deservedly so. So I'm just, you know, coming at you with a, a very humble heart with this topic. Uh, I would describe myself as kind of a spiritual junkie, so to speak, or a gypsy, in that I, I like to study different aspects of different ways of looking at um, spiritual health and faith. Uh, I'm definitely a person who studies the New Testament, not well-versed at all. Uh, I'll just you know come clean and tell you that right now. But I also am just so intrigued by how Jesus lived his life and how he was accepting of everyone. It didn't matter what walk of life you came from. And I think we can all learn a lot from his life and the way that he treated others. Uh, I think many times that what happens with religion and respect to the Bible is that people try to interpret it in many different ways in which suits their purpose. And if we would just all take a step back and realize the way that Jesus lived his life, I think, feel like we would all be in a lot better space. Um, the passage that I want to read to you today um, is from the message. And one of the things that I like about this translation is that it's very conversational. I really haven't delved too deep into it. Uh, one of the versions that I like to read also is the New International Version, but I've really been getting a little bit more into the message because of its conversational tone. And so the scripture that I'm going to read is from James chapter 1, verses 2 through 12. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get his help and won't be condescended to when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. People who worry their prayers are like wind-whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way, adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. When down and outers get a break, cheer. And when the arrogant rich are brought down to size, cheer. Prosperity is as short-lived as a wildflower, so don't ever count on it. You know that as soon as the sun rises, pouring down its scorching heat, the flower withers. Its petals wilt, and before you know it, that beautiful face is a barren stem. Well, that's a picture of the prosperous life. At the very moment everyone is looking on it on in admiration, it fades away to nothing. 
Anyone who meets a testing challenge head on and manages to stick it, stick it out is mighty fortunate. And like I said, I like the way that the message is written just from the standpoint that it's more conversational in, in tone and that I feel like, you know, for me at least, uh, reading the Bible is really hard and very challenging. And this makes it a little easier for, I know, me to understand. And the verses that I want to just really kind of kind of pare down in this is uh, verses five through eight. Again, he says, if you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get his help and won't be condescended to when you ask for it. In other words, I'm not going to be, you know, God's not going to be looking, going, hmm, I'm looking at you in a condescending tone, you know, for asking for this. Um, it says, ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. And I love that because a lot of times, um, and I know I'm guilty of this, of coming into prayer and I get nervous and I worry and I wonder, gosh, there's so much more going on in the world. You know, what is God going to think? And um, I just need to come into my prayer life boldly and believingly. It says people who worry their prayers are like wind whipped waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. Adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. And I'm taking this verse because um, the pastor of, of a church that we uh, sometimes go to, and like I said, we're kind of church gypsies. We don't belong to any one church. We just like to see what different uh, denominations and just even different um, you know, non-denominational churches share about the Word of God and, and His Son, Jesus. And so this particular pastor you know, talked about these verses. And he talked about it, and this is what I really like about putting it into a practical sense. A lot of times I think of listening to uh, sermons and messages as this is like a personal development um, session. And what can I take away from the, these words and put it into a practical sense and apply it to my life. So I don't think of it, you know, even if, you know, if you're a non-believer or you're not sure where your beliefs are, or, uh, you know, you can still take some pieces away and not look at the God part necessarily, um, and just still find ways to apply them to your life. So one of the things is that, you know, what do we do when we feel like we're in over our heads and we feel overwhelmed? And I've, I've been feeling like this a little bit lately. I've been feeling like this in two particular um, facets of my life. And, and one is um, with my money and the other is with how I spend my time. And so I really took to heart some of what um, was said in this message about, okay, what, what is the wise thing to do? You know, we, there's a big difference between knowledge and wisdom. You know, we might have, you know, I have a lot of knowledge about money. I know what I should be doing with my time, but I don't always follow through and I don't always do the wise thing. And so one of the things that I need to think about, and, you know, when you think about things that you get overwhelmed with, take a step back and look at it in like three different buckets. The first bucket is, okay, so what have my past decisions been, you know, regarding in my case time? So think about it for yourself. So think about an area of your life where you sometimes feel overwhelmed. And so I think about time, you know, what, what decisions have I made about time in the past? 
And I'll be honest with you, I waste a lot of time. I scroll through my phone incessantly sometimes, and I know I'm terribly guilty about that. Sometimes I get uh, lazy and I'll sit in front of a baseball game for three or four hours, and I swear that I'm going to get stuff done during that time, but then I get sucked into you know, watching the game and I'm invested in it. And the things that I said I was going to do, I, I don't get done. Um, sometimes, you know, it's okay to do that. But when we're doing that all the time, then we see how much time we're losing. So I think about, you know, first of all, my past decisions with time and and how I spend my time and and making sure that there is maybe a little bit more you know, constructive way that I can spend it being okay with being lazy or, or being able to get on social media, but not letting it consume my life. Because we all know we've been down the rabbit hole of social media and all of a sudden we're, we swear we're going to be on there for a minute or two. And then all of a sudden 30, 45 minutes have gone by and we're like, how did that happen? So then once we think about our past decisions and how we look at in my case, time. Then we move on to current decisions. You know, what what can I do currently to change things? And one of the things that that I'm, and it's not like something you just want to jump in and say, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. Just pick one thing and make a change. So currently I am focusing on not doing anything with my phone for the first hour of the morning. And the only kind of, um, you know, exception to this is when I do a 10 minute guided meditation in the morning, it is on an app on my phone. And so I'll let myself do that 10 minute guided meditation on those mornings. And then I put it down for the next hour. Uh, that hasn't, you know, necessarily fixed the problems later in the day and in the evening when I start scrolling, but I'm starting small. I'm starting and thinking about, okay, what's a current decision? What's something I can do right now? And then in the future, I think about the fact that, all right, now what what can I do moving forward? And one of the things I did today, for example, um, that was important to me is that I decided, okay, you know, I, I have, this is, I'm taping this on Labor Day. And one of the things I decided to do is I gave myself Saturday and Sunday to play. I didn't do anything school related. I didn't do, I just didn't really do much. And I was okay with that. So that meant today I had a lot of different things I wanted to do. And so I really worked hard on balancing my time. And so this morning, my husband and I went for a walk. We went to go get groceries, had breakfast. And then I had this scheduled block of time, um, about two hours where I worked on, um, I worked on schoolwork. And then we took a break and we watched an episode of one of our new favorite shows together, um, Only Murders in the Building. If you haven't watched it, oh my gosh, you, you've got to jump in. It is uh, Selena Gomez, uh, Martin Short, and uh, Steve Martin, and they, it, it is just infectious. And it like, it's again, one of those shows that suck you in. So we watched an episode of that as a break and then jumped back in did another hour's worth of work, took a break, ran an errand, came home, did another block of time, took another break, um, and watched another episode of Only Murders in the Building, and then um, took another break, made dinner, and here we are. 
So I think when you chunk things out, so I wanted to see how well that would work for me. And I know in the future by giving myself, you know, a, a chunk of focus time and then building in a break and knowing what I want that break to be kind of helps motivate me to get as much done in the block of time that I've given myself. So that's, you know, as far as future in, in my decision making with time, that's the direction what I that I want to go. But I know that, you know, again, we all know Rome was not built in a day. And that is not something that I'm just going to do automatically. But I, I think back again to the scripture verse of, you know, when we're overwhelmed, we want to, you know, have an understanding heart. We want to, you know, whether it's, it's God, it's, um, you know, the universe, if we really subscribe to something else that is larger than ourselves, uh, or if we're a person who doesn't look outward, but looks inward on what can I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed and taking some steps and just realizing that I just need to do little things. I need to look at how I've handled those things in the past, what I'm doing currently, and what are some things that I can change in the future. So like I said, even though I I am a Christian, I also, like I said, I've, I'm also definitely into meditation. I'm into Buddhism. So that kind of guides me in how I handle different things. But I feel like, you know, taking a message from a, a sermon can sometimes, you know, like I said, I look at it as personal development and I can take some of those words, regardless of the scripture part, pulling that part out and the rest of um, a pastor's message can really go somewhere in terms of taking the words and the ideas and p- applying them practically to our own lives. So I hope that you got a little something out of today. Uh, I hope that you have an awesome week. And until I chat with you again next week, let your adventure begin. Peace.